and we're delighted to be joined by Simon Jones, who studied his NEBOSH general certificate and his NEBOSH diploma with Astutis. Since then, Simon has had an incredible time leaving behind the world of the Merseyside Police for the arena of health and safety. He has held the role of health and safety manager in several high profile organisations, and he is a chartered fellow with IOSH and IIRSM. Simon has also been named the 2023 Rosper Influencer of the Year. So without any further ado, I am delighted to welcome Simon to the show. Simon, how are you? Hi, Toby. I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for that very kind uh, introduction. I appreciate that. Um, to those who might be uh, watching or listening uh, right now, could you tell us a little bit more about your career uh, to this point to, to give our listeners and viewers a little bit more of a kind of skeleton picture? Yeah, sure. It's probably easy to start uh, start at the start. Um, so about 10 years ago, um, I literally fell into my first safety role, um, having retired uh, early from, from the Merseyside Police uh, through through injury. And um, I literally fell into a, a job at a local college. I, actually was, I was at the college at an open day, um, looking at sort of second career options and considering being a lecturer. But uh, there was a, a safety manager job going at the college and it was literally by chance through a conversation with some of the, the staff there that I uh, I was made aware of that job and I applied for it and they took a chance on me and um, I gave me the job which is fantastic. It, I had studied at that point the, the NEBOSH general certificate with the students so I did have that uh, but I wasn't sure at that point whether it was I was going to do safety full time. So sort of fast forward a couple of years, I stayed there. I was I was there at a really fortunate time because they were building a new campus there. So there was some really large sort of tier one contractors on that um, I was really grateful to that helped me with sort of construction safety. So I, I piggybacked on the back of that really uh, and learned a lot about construction safety um, from those. Uh, I did my diploma. Uh, whilst I was at the college as well at the same time. And then I've, I've, what I've done is I've, I've moved around really um, various industries, just trying to sort of uh, improve myself, work in different sectors that I found interesting. So I've worked in, in the rail sector, I've worked in manufacturing, I've worked in uh, facilities management and construction, and now I'm, I'm, I'm in the healthcare sector. So, I, you know, I like the variety of it. So uh, that's where I currently am. So I'm currently head of safety uh, and environment for a company called NRS Healthcare, which are a big uh, healthcare provider. You talked there about how you kind of engage with the NEBOS General Certificate, you know, just before you started kind of thinking, OK, is this is this the avenue for me? Yeah. Um, you studied it with the students all the way back in 2013. Yeah. What initially gave you, what was the inspiration to studying the course? Because a lot of people now that, that you know, there might be 50-50 as to why they do it. Why did you do the NEBORS General Certificate? I, I I did it because I wanted to keep my options open. So this was like a second career sort of for me. Um, and I did it because I still wanted to do something um that involved uh helping people and something that would make a difference i didn't want to work in the criminal justice sector at all um so I, but i still wanted to do something that that i felt would be sort of you know almost like another vocational role and, and being able to sort of help help people also the the legislation aspect of it um suited me and i'd done some work and some investigations with with the HSC anyway, so it sort of seemed 
a path, not necessarily a natural path, but it was certainly a path that, that didn't seem a million miles away from, from what I'd done before, you know. So that's why I did it. And I've asked this question to a lot of learners. I've had a, a lot of different answers ranging from extremely difficult to walk in the park. How was the course for you? So it was in the early days, this of, of, of astusis in, in general. Um, I found some aspects of it pretty easy. The legislation aspect of it, I, I didn't find particularly difficult. And that's always been the most interesting to me anyway. It was the the controls aspect were probably a little bit more tricky. So I went out to a couple of workplaces um, so I could sort of put some of what I was lear think learning into practice. So I, I, it's a broad syllabus, the general. So I went out and sort of put a bit of that into practice so I could understand maybe a little bit, for example, about machine safety. So I went to my dad's like workplace and look and, you know, well, what does that actually look like? A lot of it I, I could understand, but little things like that really help put in the you know, the theory into practice, especially if you're not from, you know, certain industries. I, I think right. that, that, that helped me. Any, <clears throat> sorry, that helped me anyway. And there was a little bit of time, as you said, between you sitting the general certificate and the diploma. Yeah. Um, you studied the diploma. Why did you decide to kind of double down there with that? Because that is a hefty financial and yeah. and time investment there. Yeah, so so I self I self funded the diploma because I knew, having sort of decided that I was going to go into safety um, as a full time career, that the diploma was like the you know the gold standard really of what what you needed to to progress, and having done it, it is a lot more in depth and it teaches you a lot more to be like a full certainly for the more senior roles the general certificate in my opinion isn't really enough so I did the diploma for that reason there was elements of it that I thought I will probably never use this because it's not something I'm particularly interested in for example certain things like chemical safety I knew I was never really going to go and right. work in the chemical sector however I've got to work in knowledge of it but um, a lot of it I found really really helpful uh, and really useful again the legislation bits are really in-depth I found that really interesting I found you know I found it's much more in-depth um, as a study piece and I was going to naturally just ask you how it was but I feel like you answered it there a lot more in-depth um, and covering a wide berth would you say yeah, it, it is. It it it's it's the general sort of syllabus as well, but it's much more um, expanded. On you know, you may just touch on the on the general certificate, a topic, the diploma. You're going into you know a lot of detail about it. There's extra stuff in it as well. Um, it it is quite significant an undertaking, and I I personally think to, to do the diploma and be successful, you'd probably have to be working in a safety role. I think it'd be quite difficult to study at that level if you're not already doing it. The general one you could probably get away with um, right. being in maybe in, in an operational role. But I think for the diploma, if you're not in a safety role, it would be quite hard to, to put that learning into practice and certainly evidence it at the end when you've got to do your, you know, your, your final assessments. Well, it, it's been some time since you've acquired those accreditations. And right. one of the kind of questions I love to ask, you know, our previous learners is how they've been able to articulate and utilise those accreditations, that understanding, that knowledge yeah. into practice for their career. How have you been able to do so, would you say? 
it, it opens doors. It opens doors to you for, for careers um, and, and progression. It opens doors to um, get other sort of accreditations. Like if you want to want to become chartered with IOSH, for example, you've got to have attained a certain level, you know, of professional qualification. And I was always keen on that. So I, I, I did a lot of research around well, what does the what is the sort of trajectory of a, you know, of a safety right career so I that's that's how I looked at it it also you know if you're thinking about being the competent person for an organization it adds a bit of sort of kudos to you and a bit of gravitas that you can you know you can operate effectively and and do the job you know that you, you're being paid for to do it properly and I think that's where you know people like me people who have maybe come through maybe ex-military as well where we're transitioning from one career to another it just you've, you've almost got a career path there that's sort of laid on through getting right. getting qualification getting accreditation you can open up a completely new you know career world here like like i did well that, that kind of tailors quite nicely to my next question because the idea of pursuing a new career like you did would be quite daunting and to those watching or might be listening who are kind of 50-50 about whether they want a career in health and safety. Maybe they're very much like you. They're, they may be thinking there could be a, a potential change here. Would you say that the health and safety industry as a career uh, is a rewarding one? What would you say to those individuals who might be on the fence a bit? It, it's definitely rewarding. And it's definitely, if you're interested in a job that's never like the two days and never the same, it's a good career. You get to work sort of across all aspects of a business or an organization which in certain some other roles maybe you don't as much i think if you if you like that kind of career it's good if you're interested in there's like a massive safety community like both online through the various you know trading providers through the the seminars that are, that are put on and the 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 things like IOSH and IIRSM there's a massive community out there so if you like sort of networking you can really like you know that's what I've done you know over my sort of past 10 11 years grown a, you know a huge network of people it's good for that it's really good for that um yeah if, you know I, I never look back if people are sort of thinking about it and it it can open up different avenues as well like who's to say that you know this what suits me at the moment suits me because in my personal life as well but you know maybe in five years time with my sort of background as well there's nothing stopping me maybe thinking about going into law after this there's nothing and if you've got certain qualifications and certain bits of experience you, you could become quite a valuable asset in, in industries that you might right, not think about you know as a you know as a working for maybe a law firm as a consultant like as a safety specialist there's lots of different things you could do you could go back into operations if you wanted to because when you when you've got a safety role you will know like the nuts and bolts of the industry oh. or the business that you work in because of the nature of what you do you'll get to know you know everybody really so that you can keep a, an open mind with it. You're not sort of pigeonholed into I'm just doing safety. Right. You know? No, that's 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 fascinating. Thank you for that, because I think a lot of people think that when they do go down that one path, there's no return path. If you if you understand my my right. terminology there and, and that might sometimes be a bit of a um, a kind of constricting factor from people looking in and out. But you said there that 
you know, you've held these roles, these kind of health and safety manager roles. And of course, you've recently um, been been uh, kind of inundated with the environment as well in, in your roles. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you say those accreditations that you've been able to attain after all the hard work, the dedication, the investment have been able to assist you in those roles? You know, how, how far would you agree with that statement? They assist in so much if you're sort of from an employability point of view that you you keep those doors open to employers considering you you know a a, a safe pair of hands if you, if you pardon the pawn so you there's that the people are willing to invest in you and I think you it shows that you you know you can handle that kind of because it is quite sort of you know knowledge heavy you become quite you know there's a lot of knowledge to take on so I think in terms of employability it doesn't do any harm whatsoever but I also think in terms of being able to open up other doors once you're in a business it also does that like I, I've been offered roles in the past back into operations I've I've done a role in the past in a construction company where I was also responsible for HR so I went and did the HR diploma as well. So I've got that in my canon as well, because safety and HR sometimes yes, marry, marry together quite, yeah. quite well. It's all people, all people related. So you never know what could, what could come up. So I, you know, it, I just, I just use the phrase to keep, keeps doors open. It keeps up, it keeps your options open. And in a, you know, in a time of like, you know, employment, that that's quite a good way to be, to be flexible. You know, because you never know what what's around the corner, as I, you know, as I can attest to, you know, you don't know what's coming. Keep your options open. Well, you, you say there about uh, it opens doors. You are an author. Um, you are you are a very, very well prized author. You wrote The Safety Salesman, followed by its successor, The Safety Salesman Big Mouth Writes Again. They're both available on Amazon. There will be uh, links to the to the items in the description for the video below. But I do have to ask, because obviously a, a huge part, and I, I would like to say I, I, I love the first book. I haven't been able to get around to the second one yet. Um, I might send it to you for a signature. But I was going to ask, um, how easy is it to get that kind of investment? If, you're, if, you, if you are that health and safety manager into a business, and I'm sure you've been asked this millions of times, but how easy is it to get that buy-in? What what is it that people in your position have to do to get that kind of investment? You've got to almost go back to, back to basics and think about maybe the first two or three pages of learning that come in, like the NEBOSH General Certificate. And I mean this when they talk about you know economic, social, and moral obligations, right. and use that and leverage those those three ideas as best you can um, with people above and people below but I always use those three things and I keep them like locked in my mind that I, I'm trying to sell ideas or sell an initiative I might go down the the legal route if that works and say well there's you know there's legislation xyz that we, we're missing that we need to you know comply with but I might marry that a little bit with well we've got a moral obligation here let's say it could be in, in response to accidents that have happened and I might use a bit of that I might say do you know what we could save a load of money here by doing this we might have to invest some money but in the long term we're going to save it and it's those three things and that's really early on in the in the, any safety you know any NEBOSH qualification that that page is there and I, it's like it's a little Venn diagram never ever lose sight of this because those three things, you know, you can use a lot 
and you can develop them like that. I just keep it simple like that. And that's what I do. Out of curiosity, uh, how many times would you say in your career you, you've made a proposal to the higher ups in an organisation that you might find yourself in and you have been just vehemently denied, even though you've presented categoric evidence or maybe a, a definitive argument like you would say there? A couple of times, a couple of times, it's people haven't seen the value of it, maybe, or you you you'll often get if you if you go into a role, well, it's never been brought up as an issue before. That's generally what you come up against, or you know, okay. we, we've always we've always done it this way, and you'll uh, that's what I've had. I've never had outright, you know, no, but I've I've had that. So that's where you've got to, you know, you've got to use your skills to say, well, actually, you know, I'm just going to present this in, in this way to you, you know, give them some thinking time and, and go at it that way. But I've I've had more of that. It, it, was, it was never brought up as an issue before rather than no. I think you just you have to sort of find that sometimes it's the understanding that isn't there. But once you present that in, in a certain way, I, I've, I've never struggled. If there was someone watching this who finds themselves in a position like you may have been in the past, a health and safety um, manager role, and, and they're struggling to get that buy-in, maybe, for example, they need for their organisation to be safe, about 15 individuals to be put on maybe the, the NEBOSH general certificate. Yep. Um, but the organisation doesn't want that uh, kind of level of investment. They don't want to fork out that amount of money. Yep. What advice, other than the, the, the advice you've just previously given there, would you say is essential to try and get that buy-in. So yeah, I, I, I use a phrase and it's an unashamed book plug here. I say zigzag, zigzag to get there. Now, it may be the case that 15 people need need the training, but it may be the case that you have to take that in bite-sized chunks because 15 people is a, you know, a significant investment and you might have 15 people as your long-term plan, but it might be that you get round it and go, well, we'll do five first. Then we'll do another five and then do you know what I mean? Think about ways in which you can cut it up. You've got to be like quite commercially savvy, especially now in like the modern world of work. It's not just enough to be technically proficient in safety. You've got to really understand a bit about the business as well. So if you think about it in, in that sort of way and zigzag a bit to get there, you know, and understand what the conflicting priorities may or may not be, I think in the end, you'll get to where you want to go. But if you're very rigid, and I need 15 people, I'm not, you know, sometimes you, you can hit those sort of brick walls. So it's about compromise. In it that is respect. compromise. It's right. just move, it's moving, ebbing and flowing with it. That's how to do it. Well, I'm sure people watching this would have found that extremely useful. So I do, I do thank you for that. Um, and no wonder, because you have recently been awarded the 2023 Rosper Influencer of the Year. Uh, how how is it to how is it to hear that uh, out loud? <laughs> For a 44 year old man to be called an influencer, it was it's quite surreal to be honest. Well, I'm not entirely sure what it means, uh, but no, it was it was lovely. It was lovely to have it um, from them. Um, we, I, we've done a lot of work at NRS with their four fighters program rosper's four fighters programs that was that was fantastic to be to be recognized through that and and it, it's good for me in terms of because i do a lot of mentoring so outside of my role and it's good for like my profile to, to you know that's helped bring in other people that not, not might not necessarily have known about me so i've i've supported people outside of maybe maybe my usual network 
So it's been it's been really good for that, and it, you know, and it's 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 lovely, it's lovely, uh, lovely bit of recognition. Well, you know, finally, you've been a very very um, nice guest. I've been honestly, we've been trying to get you on for such a long time, Simon. So thank you very much for giving us your time. Finally, what is next for Simon Jones? What can your uh, your fans, your readership fans, <laughs> look forward to next? Well, 2024, we'll see the, the release of book number three, which uh, is called uh, Safe Ways, Here We Come. So it's still in the Safety Salesman sort of series. So that that's ongoing. Um, so look out for that. Uh, more mentoring will be on the go um, next year. I've got a number of people who are just finishing with me uh, now and, and achieving their sort of goals. So I'll be doing a bit of that. And other than that, sort of within work, we've got, we've got a brand new team, really. So next year will be a lot of consolidation of uh, of our team and, and and move forward through 2024 and and try and bring the company some uh, some success well thank you ever so much for your time uh, today simon it's been an absolute delight to speak to you um i will crack on with book two and uh, <laughs> i hopefully will get a signature from you in the near future thank you ever so much for your time you're very welcome thank you <laughs>